Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Tsu. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about the number one marketing channel that you have to leverage. So the number one marketing channel you have to leverage, what do you guys think it is? SEO, pay-per-click, content marketing? What do you guys think? Neither. None of them. What is the number one channel, Eric? Omni-channel. That's right. It's an omni-channel approach. And yeah, I know that's counterintuitive because omni-channel means all the channels. And that's right. The reason being is saturated channels get crowded fast. You can no longer build a business or grow your marketing by just doing SEO or pay-per-click or social media marketing. All these channels are crowded. It's so easy to create businesses online these days that people are raising venture capital, mainly to grow their sales and marketing. So if you want to do well, you got to go after all the channels. It's the only way to do well now, sadly, but it's true. Yeah, so we've talked about this this framework a lot in the past. So Alayda Solis uh, has the content reusage framework. So it's actually a graphic that you can find in Google. Just go, just Google it first and then just click on images and you'll find it. And it's very easy. It's a framework that says, okay, if you've produced this piece of content already, can you format it into a different piece, right? So like if you do a blog post, can you reformat it into a social media post? Can you reformat it into a video? Now, if you have this post and if it's actually outdated, can you upgrade it, right? So you have something to follow and you can give this to your team literally to follow and they have something to work off of. Because if you don't have a process to follow, everyone's just going to be all over the place, right? Even if you hire full-time people, contractors, when you have a process, when you can plug people in, it makes it a lot easier. We've actually taken it a step further and said, okay, in Asana, which is our project management tool that we use, we basically say, okay, here's the different processes that we have for each different type of thing we want to do. So for a blog post, we want to repurpose it. We want it to go down a certain path. For a video, we want it to go down a certain path. We've basically just made copies of these. And then each and every time we produce a new piece of content, we will make, we'll duplicate that. And then we will tag the right people and then we'll just get going on it. We'll set a due date on it. We'll just get going. So everyone's just kind of checking off that list. We're basically just duplicating the same checklist over and over. And that makes life a lot easier. And that's how you can produce more quality at scale. Because if you do not have a process, it's going to become uncontrolled. And what's going to happen is you are going to run out of content eventually because it, it might just become, it might just crash and burn. Now, if you have a process, that's great. But if it's too processized, I don't know if that's even a word, but if you have too much process, it's too rigid and it's going to be too hard to pump content out at scale because it takes too long to get things done. So you have to find that happy medium. Yeah. So where do you end up or what channels are you leveraging currently? So let's see, we have YouTube Live, uh, YouTube Native. We have LinkedIn, we have podcasts like this, and then we have the Growth Everywhere podcast, we have blog, we have another blog, 
And then obviously the social posts, the stories as well. Those are just like a couple starting points. Email. Yeah. And for us, we're leveraging mainly SEO, which I include content marketing in Mm -hmm. social media marketing, like videos and all that kind of stuff on LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, podcasting. Mm -hmm. We're doing that together, of course. Mm -hmm. Paid ads. We both do paid ads. Do a ton of email marketing. I do a lot of push notifications as well. I've been creating tools to market. You've also been doing things like white papers and eBooks. Not so much in the last year. We want to do more, but that, that's a huge one that, that we'd like to jump back into. What else? I think that's it. But if you look at Eric and I, the point we're trying to make is we have to end up creating a ton of content. Like it's just reality. Mm-hmm. You're not going to end up doing well if you don't create or if you, you don't create a ton of content, go after a ton of different channels. It no longer is the days of just focusing on one channel because it's all competitive. With your Google traffic over the last... I don't know, 12 months, what's happened? Has it gone up a lot? Have you seen any ups and downs? It's gone up. And then there was an uh, algorithm adjustment that dropped us, you know, in, I think this is like November and obviously the, the holiday break, but our traffic's actually coming back up now. So we hope that continues, but it is pretty competitive. Yeah. And, and this is all standard. So it's like with you guys, just create tons of content, go after different channels and you guys will be fine over time. It's going to take a lot of work. It's not easy. And when you do this, you're not going to see the results as quickly as you did. Because when Eric and I first started, there wasn't as much competition. Now there's a lot of competition. We got to deal with all these other people, all these people who want to get our same traffic. They're willing to spend more. They're venture funded startups. They don't have to be profitable. And for that reason, it's harder to get the results and it takes longer. So in other words, you got to be more patient and persistent. Yeah, I think the final one we can add is we both speak. That kind of counts as content. That's true. I've slowed down as speaking, though. Me too. I've, I've like looked at cutting down like the ones that I'm just like, God, this added no value at all. Yeah, because if you look at how many leads you generate from mostly speaking spots, it's little to nothing. Yeah. I know my cousin, who used to be your old business partner, Sujin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would speak at like events like in Poland and all mm-hmm. these places. Nothing wrong with this. Poland's a beautiful place, mm-hmm. but he doesn't service companies in mm-hmm. Poland. So you end up traveling. You don't get yep. paid. Even if you do, you're spending time away from the business. There's no ROI. Yeah. And you're building a brand with the audience, even though they're awesome and they're marketers, you're just not going to generate any revenue from it. Yeah. So if you want to do it for fun, sure, that's a different story. But if you want to, you got to, the way I'm looking at things now, and I think Neil's looking at it the same way, is like how much value, how much ROI is it going to provide to the business? Most of the time, it's not going to provide enough. I'm not saying they're completely useless, but um, just think about that. Anything else? That's it. All right. So before we go, look, we are on the path to 1 million downloads. Once we hit that, we will throw that event in downtown LA where we both will be there to hang out with you. We'll talk about cool stuff. You get to learn from, you know, exclusive new stuff. Anyway, go to markingschool.io slash stats to track our progress. Right now we're trending for about 960,000 downloads in a month. We need you, the action item, the call to action here is to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. And um, it is going to help us get there. Don't think, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm only one person. It's not going to help. It will help. So with that being said, we will see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.